right, welcome back into the 1 o'clock hour. It's the Ken Miller Show. Trent and I are here right up until 2 o'clock. Kind of a different hour. I know that uh, you played this piece uh, on your program, you and Jimmy B, but Mm -hmm. um, certainly worthy, and we did promise him we'd give him a couple of slots. So uh, on a Thursday afternoon, uh, what a better place to fit in, Tim Dwight. Uh, and Tavian Banks. Uh, so, so tell us about uh, what what they've got doing and uh, what we're going to hear in about ten minutes or so. Well, they have their football camps coming up at the end of July. It'll be over at Valley High School, is where uh, that'll be conducted for ages seven through fourteen, and uh, really a well run event. I've talked to some families that have gone, really enjoyed the experience, and and hearing from those guys, and and you'll hear during the interview. Tim can go on and on and on. I had a conversation with him, oh, it was a few months back. And the guy talked for 20 minutes straight. Didn't get a word in it. Right. So he's got a lot to say, but you can tell how important it is to give back to the community and give back to the kids. So opportunity to get involved with that. TNTcamps.com is uh, more information on it. And if you know a family that you know maybe doesn't have the means to pay for the camp, it's $90, but... Uh, they could. They're also taking, you know, people kind of scholarshiped in. Just send them an email. The information is there. You know, a family that can't afford it, mm-hmm. summertime can get a little tight. Well, uh, just uh, send an email over, and they're also going to bring in some scholarship athletes. So, a really cool thing that they do, and uh, great digs over there at Valley High School. I yeah, that's for sure. That. No, no doubt about that. You know, I, I think I've told you this before. If I didn't, I'm about to. And if I have, I apologize for saying it again. <laughs> but um, 19 January, I don't know what the day was, January 1999, I'm doing mornings with Bob Dyer. Mm-hmm. And it's the Friday before the biggest game of Tim Dwight's life, Super Bowl 33. Yes. And. Tim Dwight called in to the jock at the time as we were doing the show and talked to, uh, talked to Bob and I for about, oh, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. And just before it was about to end, I asked him, you know, you know I don't know what your, t- what your day's like, but do you have time to take a few calls from Hawkeye fans that might want to talk to you wow. 48 hours before the Super Bowl? <laughs> he couldn't have been more accommodating, Trent. He yeah. really and truly couldn't have uh, answered their questions and you know, here we are again, uh, the Friday before Super Bowl 33, uh, a game that he would uh, make a huge play in with yes. a kickoff return. Uh, unfortunately, he didn't get the ring. Unfortunately for, for him, fortunate for us Bronco fans out there, didn't go his way. But um, what a class act that was. I'll never forget that. It's great. He, he's really a really good person, and he's been in Haiti a bunch lately. He's doing a lot of work down there mm-hmm. after the devastation that they saw. So uh, just a real fun person, real fun conversation. We go back. I uh, bring up the 97 Michigan game when they had the national championships, champions beat. And then the broken hand to Matt Sherman. Mm. Talked about that a little bit. Uh, Matt Sherman's, I've told you, mom was my German teacher. Mm-hmm. So we're rooting hard for him in that game. You know, kind of a good day for this, too, is, uh, you know, we're, we talked a little bit earlier after Arkansas loses last night on that foul out and, uh, you know, had a chance to win a national title. And those gut punch kind of games, and and that was certainly one for me. One of my best friends, one of my groomsmen at my wedding, is a Michigan fan. <laughs> We're calling each other back and forth throughout. I called him at halftime after Dwight had returned the feeling punt. pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Oh, to be young and dumb again. Now I know better than that. Stay away from that kind of stuff. But uh, so uh, fun memories there. Some bad memories too for Hawkeye fans. But we do that and a whole lot more with the guys. Always a good conversation. Tavian's working here in town up at Ignite up mm-hmm. in Grimes. Uh, if you're looking for a place actually for workouts, they have a one-week uh, premium membership trial run at no cost going on right now. So you can stop by Ignite, see Tavian, get a workout in. A uh, real good place up there, an amazing facility. Been up there a few times, and uh, we get into that and what Tim's up to, too. So fun conversation. So timeline. What, 
Summer of 96, is that right when you... When yeah, you June 24th. So the last weekend was 22 years. 22 20, years. Uh, June 24th, 1996. So the 96 season culminated mm-hmm. with, uh, well, the win in the Sun Bowls. They knocked off the Pac-12 champion Washington in that game. 97 expectations were huge. Probably a lot of hawk talk back then, I'm going to guess. There was, clearly. I mean, and and, and again, um, Iowa State was doing their darndest to be part of the uh, conversation. Uh, Tom Kershell got it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Iowa didn't make it easy for us to do anything regarding uh, uh, helping us facilitate. We do. Iowa State, on the other hand, could have been more accommodating. You didn't have Hayden on monthly, is what you No, we didn't. We, in fact, we didn't have on ever, I don't think. It, uh, <laughs> Phil Hattie wasn't the easiest uh, sports information. And you know what? Maybe they didn't understand sports radio at yeah. the time. And look, there was one in the state, one full-time um, talk show. And whether it was going to make it or not, whether the format was going to make it or not, was was still up in the air. Sure. But here we are 22 years later and how many stations have come and gone and uh, it's still a major major um format in, in this market and always will be because there's passion here. Right. Right. Yes. There's no pro team but there's a couple of college teams that move the needle and if you um believe or not the, the one of those college fan bases may have planted a flag uh in a parking lot uh at one of the other college fan bases over the weekend. Uh, or uh, within the last couple of days, it's uh, the rivalry. You never know which turn it's going to take, but it's n- there's seldom a dull moment. Well, let's do this. Let's take a break. Then we'll play that because I want to save a few minutes on the other side to, okay. you know, to recap it a little bit and certainly find out what you and Jimmy B have uh, coming up. So we'll take a time out when we come back. Trent, we'll spend some time with Tim Dwight and Tavian Banks. It's the Ken Miller Show on 1700 KBGG. Now, listen to 1700 KBGG on Alexa. Say, Alexa, enable the 1700 KBGG skill. Then to play us, say, Alexa, play 1700 KBGG. Simple enough. Hey guys, Trent Condon back here once again. Want to tell you a little bit about New Leaf Wellness Center. New Leaf Wellness has helped me lose weight, gain endurance during workouts, and one of the biggest things, have energy all day long. No more lulls during the afternoon. Great program, great people at New Leaf Wellness Center. Check them out today at 3930 West Town Parkway in West Des Moines. And all summer long, give it away iCubs tickets. Find out how New Leaf Wellness can help you or give them a call at 515 515- 650-1358. That's 650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness Centers. Let's feel better together and turn over a new leaf with New Leaf Wellness. Did you know the Heritage Carousel in Union Park is available for rentals? This is a -a one-of-a-kind venue that will keep your guests talking long after the party. We've hosted everything from birthday parties to rehearsal dinners. The Heritage Carousel is owned and operated by the Des Moines Carousel Foundation and is a not-for-profit organization. If you would like to have your next event at the Heritage Carousel, go to heritagecarousel.org for more information on renting the carousel. Sponsored by Serta. Get a free box spring or up to 500 off an adjustable set with the purchase of select iComfort mattresses. Hurry in to Archer Home Center in Adel or visit SertaRetailers.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. 
I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian roofer roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. It doesn't get much better than a great day on the golf course. Family-owned River Valley Golf Course is a par 72, 18-hole public golf course along the beautiful Raccoon River Valley. With twilight specials every day after 4 p.m., frequent player programs, a clubhouse available for parties, and much more. River Valley is just minutes west of the Des Moines-Waukee area. Learn more at rivervalleygolf.com. That's rivervalleygolf.com. River Valley, your golf course. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. Not the end of 90 days. If you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Casey's General Stores throughout Iowa will help raise funds for Special Olympics Iowa during the month of June. In partnership with Coca-Cola, stores will sell $1 pinups with proceeds being donated to Special Olympics Iowa. Special Olympic athletes and law enforcement volunteers will also be featured on the 44-ounce fountain drink cups throughout the month in stores. Nearly 15,000 athletes in Iowa will benefit from this fundraiser. This year, both Special Olympics and Casey's are celebrating their 50th anniversaries. Stop by your local Casey's today and make a donation to make a difference in the life of a Special Olympic athlete. Since 1980, Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins has been Central Iowa's trusted local source for precious metals, rare coins, currency, and estate jewelry. Christopher's can help you invest in gold or silver and start or sell a coin collection. If you're looking for top value on family heirlooms, diamond and precious gem jewelry, or luxury watches, Christopher's trained staff will provide the information you need to sell with confidence. Christopher's Gold and Rare Coins, south of Douglas on Merle Hay Road or at Christopher'sRareCoins.com. An old favorite is back again with a new and updated menu, Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. Stop by Bennigan's and check out the new signature steak and ale menu, made from scratch everyday recipes that have stood the test of time. Dinner with friends, a night out, or just stop by to watch the ball game. Make it Bennigan's, Merle Hay Road. Bennigan's is a proud sponsor of high school baseball on 1700. You're with friends at Bennigan's on Merle Hay Road. All right, we are back and joined in studio by a couple of special guests today. Tim Dwight, making his presence known in Des Moines, and Tavian Banks, who lives here in the Des Moines metro area. Guys, what is happening today? Lots of stuff. Lots of stuff. We got a football camp. We do. On the horizon. Tim, uh, let's start right there. The Tavian and Tim football camp. Tell us a little bit about it. Uh, (laughs) Oh, oh, did I did I put the wrong TNT. name? For it? Oh, TNT. Okay, TNT. So nobody gets top billing with that. Well, you know, we thought about it and we're like, you know, it's better just TNT because right. any any of our names to be first. Yep. And 
Mm-hmm. We're not kind of like that. So, yeah. uh, you know, we, we thought TNT, we were both dynamic on the football field. Mm-hmm. And dynamite kind of sounds like dynamic. So yes. TNT is a we're word both, for... Both explosive players. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were. Ah, there we go. <laughs> not as much anymore. These young kids are like, right. you guys actually ran? Yeah. You're like, um, watch the film. Yeah. Yep. Film's good. The film's good. <laughs> yep. So no, it, there's yep. lots of football camps around. Tell us a little bit what kind of sets you guys apart. Tim, uh, as you... you you want to help these kids along, but what you guys that might be different than just any other camp that you go to? Well, I mean, well, when you get to the X and O, it's a lot of the same positions and um, the same kind of uh, plays and things. I mean, we might have something a little bit different, but you know, that's not our kind of not really our end game is to have these kids out there running plays like a full NFL team. But to understand the fundamentals of this, and you know, looking, you know, just looking at some of the game nowadays, um, you know, we I'm a big fundamental guy and. You know, being around some coaches I've had in the last couple of years doing my, my camp in Iowa City, you know, sometimes I feel like the fundamentals aren't being coached as well as they should be. Mm-hmm. And those are things you always fall back upon when you're playing in a tough game um, or in any game. If your fundamentals are solid, it gives you a good chance to, to win. So we try to, you know, this is kind of an introductory camp to these youngsters, you know, 7 to 14. So we, we try to get them to understand what every position is, how that court coordinates into the team, get them, in, get them into a huddle. Understanding where everybody is in a huddle. Mm-hmm. People just don't line up anywhere in a huddle. There's a certain way you set a huddle. Breaking a huddle, kind of setting the, you know, setting the tone for a good play. Um, learning, learning routes, learning coverages, you know, because you do offense and we do defense. And we teach them about being good teammates and working hard and, and believing in themselves and kind of build them, build them up to, you know, to kind of go out there and, and play a, you know, get ready for a football game because, you know, football is a hard sport to play. Um, it's very physical. And if you don't have a certain mindset going in, then, you know, you, you're not going to be as successful. Um, so, you know, we, you know, and us being, Tavian and I going all the way through from here in high school to the NFL, um, we kind of understood a, a way to go going about our business that to be successful. And if we can help these youngsters kind of learn, learn a little bit faster, you know, then they're going to be better down the road. Put them on the fast mm-hmm. track. And, Trying to. Uh, and and mm-hmm. teaching the game of football. So, Tavian, uh, mm-hmm. coming up end of July – Give us the dates on that one and where they can go to pick up the information for the TNT camp. The TNT camp, um, dot com. Well, it's TNT camps with an S. With an S. S, yep. <laughs> so TNTcamps.com. You can go there and register. But it's July 27th and 28th. July 27th and 28th is where they can find a little bit more information on that. Get people signed up. Seven through 14-year-olds mm-hmm. uh, eligible to come out there. And where's the camp going to be held at? This year is at Valley High School. Nice. Mm-hmm. Good digs there. Yes. Talk to the right people. That's, that's how you do things. I'm an Iowa City guy, so I'm like, just yeah. give me a field. Yes. They're like, hey, we actually have a pretty nice field, and we're going to use Valley's um, facilities. So that's yeah. great for the for the school district to let us use that. I mean, yeah. um, it's always nice to to have fields and grass fields and be able to use the school and having places, you know, if it ever rains or something like that, mm-hmm. you have gyms available. Kids like to eat lunch inside and not – out in the hot sun like, like us coaches do too. So um, it's great for the school district to kind of get behind these camps and mm-hmm. you know keeping these kids act, active during the summertime. You know, this is kind of you – know, a lot of camps go on in June like now because I have my camp in June in Iowa mm-hmm. City. And, you know, we're trying to make this camp as kind of like a warm-up into, into you know, the football that's going to be coming up on these kids. And, you know, maybe not the 8, 9, 10-year-olds, but, you know, the 12, the 12 to 14-year-olds, those kids are going to be going to junior high. And they're going to be hitting the pads in the next couple of weeks after they get out of our camp. So it's a nice little kind of warm up uh, for them, and as well as an introductory for them 
to kind of get them ready for that seventh grade football season or fifth grade. You know, you guys play pads here though too a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, yeah, third grade. So you started some so little, pretty younger than Iowa City. I was yeah. like seventh seventh grade. So, but yeah, I mean, it's a good time to kind of get them back into the football field, mm-hmm. getting out of summer and football's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a good thing and getting ready to hear those pads popping again and and everything with it, but. You know, there, there is some people out there concerned with the concussions, CTE, a uh, story today of the Washington State quarterback that took his own life and had CTE. For a lot of people, football is getting a bad rap and putting your kids into it. You know, Tavian, when you, you hear those kind of stories and they're just heart-wrenching to hear those kind of mm-hmm. things that are out there, do you guys work to you know, calm the, the concerns that parents might have about football and, and the game played right? Yep. It's not dangerous it can be done the right way yeah it can be done the right way but i mean with any sport anything can happen um it's not just football um there's a lot of injuries people don't know that um, soccer probably has a more um higher rate of injuries than mm-hmm. even football does so i mean like um any any type of contact sport and it's going to happen you know so it's not just football that's that the big concern right now is it is football but it's not really just football and doing it fundamentally sound, and that's what you guys are going to be that, working on. That yeah, I mean we're going to have a, you know we're going to have a tackling drill. Mm-hmm. We used to, like when I was in New England, we tackled every day, yep. and that's why it's a good football team because football is tackling and blocking. And if you do the fundamentals correctly every single day, and you practice and you teach it the right way, then you you keep your players out of harm. Um, you know the game the game has definitely speeded up over the last number of years. I mean I. This is my tenth year, eleventh year out of the NFL, so I've been I've been removed over a decade in the league. So I'm I'm sure it's gotten even faster when I was since I've been playing. Um, but we're understanding that there's some of these risks now that are out there, and we have to address them. You know, I mean, there's things that have changed a little bit that maybe we need to go back to, like natural grass is something mm-hmm. that Tavi and I played on a lot, uh, yeah. and then we played a lot on the turf when we got older. And now you're seeing turf fields kind of all over the place, and these younger kids are playing at a younger age. So I think we need to kind of address some of the things that. Up there, you know, maybe the helmet needs to be softened up, where we're not using it so much as a as as the weapon to tackle. You know, using more of our shoulder pads and getting into somebody as we tackle, like we teach at our camp. So there's things out there. I think that the the NFL is starting to do, and it's trickling down to make this game safer. But it, it, there's definitely concern. And, and if I was a parent, and even me, I mean, I went through you know 20 years of football. Tavian played almost that long as well. And you know, we're not 60 years old, and some of this stuff's coming up. The guys when they're in their 60s, mm-hmm. not knowing who they are, they have dementia. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm 43 next month, yeah. 60, 17 years away from me, so I, I have a concern. So, you know, it's, it's, it's getting back to fundamentals, and it's also, you know, changing the game where it's, it's a smarter game and it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a healthier game for people that are participating. I mean, look at the kickoff returns. I'm actually kind of excited. I am excited about the kickoff return because that's kind of basically how I got in the NFL is punt yeah. returns, and mm-hmm. now there's going to be eight eight players up inside that 10-yard box. So it's almost going to be like a punt return mm-hmm. yeah. where they're running down the field kind of together instead of being so far apart and smashing in. So it's good to see that because it's going to be going to bring some of the of part of the athlete back in. I mean, Banks might not remember this, but you know, we 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 were we lost 31-28, but he had a 90-some yard kickoff return call back in our game. He ran right past his smiley man in the moves. He, this guy used to put on us. It's unbelievable. Mysterious, mysterious call. Yeah. yeah, it was a mysterious call. Probably our our, City guy, our, right? our <laughs> kicker, I actually think, got tripped by someone. It looked like he got clipped. Ah. So it got called back. 
but the, the game wasn't as close. And that kicker wasn't going to do anything to you, Tavian. No, no. <laughs> not too many kickers did anything to Tavian, I don't no, think. Unless he was a soccer player, maybe. Yeah. But there was like eight other guys on the yeah. field all on you at once. <laughs> but yeah, so there is, you know, there's things that I think the game is evolving to, and the NFL is starting to realize that, you know, these things are happening to players. Um, but you know, there's suicides that happen around this country every single day, mm-hmm. yeah. and a lot of it's because you know there's there's, there's issues with gun control. There's issues with mental health that we need to address. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but football, you know, it is a sport that's very contact, and we have to do a better job as an organization, as in coaches and everything, as players, to take care of ourselves, you know, and to put us in our best position not to be hurt. And that's with the field we play on, the equipment we use, the instruction that we have, and the direction of, you know, the higher powers where they're doing things, you know, behind the scenes so that we can make the game better. So I saw over at the University of Iowa, they are now custom-fitting all of their helmets for each player. Yeah, pretty great. It's 2018. I, I, I'm just I'm baffled that a I was the first university <laughs> right? to do this, mm-hmm. and b that it's not not widespread. Why? Why is so many people? I know it's expensive. I get it. Mm-hmm. But then you also but what's, look, they're getting in 51 million dollars in television revenue next year. Well, the NFL's doing 20 right? billion a year almost. Right. So. Right. What? No. What? Why? What's What's the hiccup here? It It seems I, simple. I you know, maybe I don't know. I mean, that's a good mm-hmm. question to ask. I mean, why aren't all these teams and you know, especially the college teams, yeah. Yeah. The, especially the big times? I mean, Iowa makes a lot of money. They're mm-hmm. one of the bigger revenue sharers mm-hmm. in the Big Ten. I know Alabama probably makes a ton of money because yep. they're a national championship of year. Florida, all these big schools. So you think, you know, it'd be kind of a mandatory thing that if these helmets are proven to to lower the effects of damage to the brain. Then um, you know they should be recommended or, or required against every school. Yep. Um, you know, we get to high school, you know, it becomes a, a cost issue. So mm-hmm. maybe there needs to be a, a cost sharing program with with the, the parents as well as the school that has to pay for maybe fifty percent of the cost. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of the stuff. You know, I, I you know, like I getting back to kind of the the field. I'm, I'm I'm a big advocate on on softer fields. I mean, I played on when I went to Atlanta. One of the coolest things about being in Atlanta was that we practiced every day on Bermuda grass. And that's something that we never did at Iowa because we can't really grow Bermuda up here. I mean, Iowa State somehow grows amazing grass at their stadium. And I know they're the ag school the, and stuff. The, the farmer's house. I'm sure they're doing all kinds of stuff to that field. <laughs> but um, but it's an amazing field. It was always great to play on. Um, but, you know, especially in the league, like we loved playing on grass fields in the yes. league, loved playing on practices. Once we got on that sports turf, mm-hmm. the game changed. I mean, it got it hurt more, your body rubbed more it just it was more wear and tear because that stuff grabs so hard nowadays it's like a it's like a netting under there where your cleats really dig in so it puts a lot more on your joints your body gets a lot warmer because you know you've got this black turf in there so your body's a lot hotter so it's a lot more expansive so it goes a lot further than it should sometimes so that's more wear and tear so i'm a big believer in the surface needs to go back to a softer surface i mean you play a lot harder when you play on grass Mm -hmm. because it's a lot softer when you land and the tackles don't hurt as bad because everything is going into the dirt instead of coming back off that turf back into your body. And, you know, when you get, when you get laid on by a 250-pound guy and you get smashed down on that stuff, all that energy goes down in there and it, it kind of comes back into yourself. So I think we got to go, we got to push back to a nat- more natural playing field as well as, you know, softening these helmets up because the game's not going to slow down. Athletes mm-hmm. are getting faster. I was just at the, the USA yeah. Track and Field Championships here in Des Moines yeah. this weekend and, you know, seeing all those athletes and all of them are just jogging 20.4 you know, and it doesn't look like they're tired even after they run. Yeah. So, you know, the athlete, I think every 10 years, you know, every decade gets gets better, gets mm-hmm. faster. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's, that's going to keep getting happening because the science is getting better at the way we 
trained now. I mean, Tavian's yeah, he's doing with Ignite. Yeah. I mean, training's so much different nowadays mm-hmm. than it was. It's not pumping all these big, massive weights. It's no. more functional yeah. strength, which means more speed mm-hmm. and more reaction times are better. Yeah. So, um, But we definitely have to do a better job of making the game safer and coaching it and teaching our kids, like, it's not about the ESPN knockout hit. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about the great form tackle you made, you know, stop that kid from getting the first down and you both getting up saying, hey, nice play, mm-hmm. you know. Well, I uh, want to talk a little bit about what you guys are up to now. Tavian, you're mm-hmm. uh, just up in Grimes at Ignite. Tim brought that up there. And, mm-hmm. and what you can do for the young athletes out there, not just with the football camp, but what you do on a day-to-day basis. Tell us a little bit about Ignite and what you're doing there. Well, Ignite, we um, train athletes um, on all sports. It doesn't matter if you're a swimmer or a football player or basketball or even karate or anything. Um, but we start as young as we have a night juniors program that goes um, three years old to seven. And then we have our regular programming that goes eight years old all the way up to high school. And we have an elite program where we train uh, college and professional athletes too. Um, we have a lot of things there at, at night sport and fitness. Um, we also have um, Body Ignite is kind of our adult fitness programming where we have a lot of classes from spin to yoga to bar Pilates. We we have regular Pilates also. Um, you should uh, try that Pilates yeah. class. Yeah. <laughs> it's I don't amazing. know if I'd make it out. My first, my first Pilates class was in California. I walked into this room. They had about 30 women in there. I was the only man. Mm-hmm. And they ranged from probably at that time, it was like in the afternoon, so... You know, these women were, some of them retired. Mm-hmm. So it was like 50 to 70. And within 10 minutes, I was the only one, I mean, I was the only one laid out, laid out sweating. I mean, everybody else was pulling their head, feet over their head. I yeah. mean, it's, it's a great yeah. experience to do it. So you should come and check yeah. Pilates out. Yeah, it is, it is definitely uh, Pilates. And also like spin class too, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, me just doing more non-hard uh, workouts, I would call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I do spin class uh, a lot of times over there, but... Also, I get a little bit embarrassed because there'll be like older women. Not that anything's wrong with it, but they're going faster than me on the bike and everything. And <laughs> I'm like, oh up. my so god! You were taking banks. Yeah, I so thought you were fast. I was in there sweating and everything else, and they're just going along, humming, talking to me, and everything. I'm like, uh, I can't talk right now. <laughs> Those are <laughs> some of the strongest folks in the weight room, yes. mentally wise. Oh, yeah. You know, is is women because yep. they I mean Definitely. that Pilates class prime example. Oh yeah. I just got worked, and they're like, you're an NFL football player. Yes. Yeah. Like, you guys don't do abdominal. I'm like, well, we kind of do, but we don't do anything like this. I mean, the hundred uh, yeah. right out of the gate, I was a little winded, you know, but then you get into yoga classes, you get into some of these fusion classes where, I mean, we used to do this legs class out in California and it was a good hour and it was core and legs and lunge. I mean, everything. And there was me, my agent, Jack, and one other guy, and everybody else was women, and we got worked over, man. <laughs> no, we were the ones bent over, just rocked. And we did yep. this stuff off these, plot, these these dancer bars for our hamstrings, and I'm looking at Jack going, why are you getting me into this? He's like, this is going to be good for you. You're going to play a long time if you keep doing this stuff. Cause look, I mean, I was like, dude, this is hard. Uh, yeah. And, and yeah. they're crushing us right now. Hard's yeah. a good thing, though. Yeah. Hard's a good thing. Yeah. It was, it was a, Ignite uh, Fitness in a great yep. facility. I've been oh, up there yeah. a couple of times. You guys uh, have right. everything and, and every level, level of athlete, yep. too. You mentioned the youngsters all mm-hmm. the way through high school. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of uh, athletes that are going on to college and go through your guys' workouts. Yes. And then for old fat guys like me, mm-hmm. go in there and get a workout, too, mm-hmm. which awesome. is always a good thing. Right. So, And we, know, also, we also have um, a week uh, trial free. Okay. Um, premium membership that um, make sure you come in. Uh, we have a week week trial free that, they, that everybody anybody can come in and do. 
So oh. just off of 141 yep. is uh, where you can find that up in Grimes. Take mm-hmm. the exit and a quick left, and you're right there, and you'll see the big building. Yeah, yes. it's a, a large yep. facility yep. for sure. Well, how about you, Tim? What are you up to these days? Well, I know you're a, a man of many hats, though you're not wearing one today. You know? No. <laughs> you're in a lot of different things. Tell, yeah. tell us what you're up to right now. Uh, well, t- today I'm actually heading up to northern Iowa to talk to a customer doing a big solar project. Okay. So I'm doing a lot of renewable energy right now, mm-hmm. kind of pu- helping push the solar industry in the state um, through a small little organization called the Iowa Solar Energy Trade Association that I've been kind of a president of since our, you know, since our beginning. Um, so I've been trying to keep the solar industry healthy here and getting around helping contractors and customers and folks to understand our technology as well as work with the regulators and the utilities to, you know, accept our technology yeah. and kind of move and modernize into what we're trying to do. Because, you know, the way that we power our life today is, is very archaic. It's very old. It's very expensive and it's very pollutive and it's very inefficient. So we're kind of modernizing the grid like, like we did with the landline telephone to the cell phone. I mean, look at all the things we can do now with our cell phone that makes our life efficient. Powering our world today with what we do with our coal plants and our big, huge, you know, plants out and is is kind of you know it's kind of like you know writing down a, a letter and telegraphing it to somebody. I mean it's very just old, it's very old. So I do that on a daily. Um, I'm doing a lot of stuff in Haiti lately. Uh, we've been going down there for the group out of Charles City. We went down there in January, built some Haiti uh, some solar projects as well as put roofs on their church, um, wow. built gardens for them. Kind of, but we're going to go back down there. I'm going to try to build a, a track program down there. Yeah. Because, you know, the fastest man in the world and from Jamaica is yeah. only like a hop, skip, and a jump from Haiti. So there's got to be some speed in Haiti. You can only and, assume, right? And running's kind of the easiest thing to do and the, le- <laughs> the least cost thing to do. Uh-huh. So here's your shoes, kid. Just go run. Let's go. You know, work hard. So doing some of that. I've been doing camps back here in Iowa. Yep. Uh, did some golf tournaments. Just did the Lynch Livestock Golf Tournament up in Wacoma. Mm-hmm. They're, a big, they're a big Iowa State group, but they also yep. support my camp with food and all that. I've been doing that at Dan Gable golf tournament up in Waverly a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, which is pretty cool. And then, uh, you know, maybe take some vacation here, maybe <laughs> like a week or two on July 4th and then come back and start building some more projects, get this camp going. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ragbri's coming up. Yeah. So I'm going to be doing that the first couple of days. You're not, not the whole thing though. No, not, not going not, river to river. Well, I got to do Ragbri, then I got to go to Haiti real quick and then I got to come back and do this camp and yeah. then I got to go back down to Haiti. You're a little busy. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, I'm on an airplane a little bit then in the next yeah, July, but at the end of this July, but um, yeah, and, uh, and then other than that, just trying to trying to get yoga in, trying to get some workouts in. I'm on the whole thirty diet, which I'm kind of cut that in half. So I'm like on the whole fifteen, yeah, or something. Um, and then uh, what else we got going? Huh? May- well, maybe, maybe Pearl Jam. Oh, I, I saw them two summers ago in Wrigley. Yeah, unbelievable. I might go see them in yep. Europe here in July, maybe. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm still I'm still up in the air yet. Uh, do it, do it. If if the opportunity is there, yeah, I know. Do it. I know. Just I want to make sure my customers get their systems put in right and they're all happy. You probably got that VIP be... hookup. You and Vetter are probably tight, right? No, you know, I've actually I've ha- I have met him before. Yeah. And then my good friend that follows them around the world, basically, he's almost seen 100 shows, and I've seen three shows with him. Um, he's a big fan. He's in their club He's in their club deal. He's got, I think he's caught a pick from, I think Eddie gave him a pick at a concert because he was right there. This guy... I thought I had a lot of energy, and this guy normally doesn't have a lot of energy. He runs marathons, so he has a little bit of energy. But when it's con- when it's time for the concert, mm-hmm. he nonstop jumping yeah. the whole time, and he sings every lyric. Yeah, I'm like Dylan. It's kind of annoying. He's like, I love this stuff. Eddie, Eddie Cheddar, and he goes right back into the lyric. Doesn't even skip a beat. Man. It's unreal. It's so it's a lot of fun to kind of go to a go to a concert with a big fan like that, yeah. you know, because they are always amped up. To, 
to do that. Um, so yeah, so that's kind of what the summer's got for me, and then maybe maybe hit the lake house uh, late in late in August to get out of the heat. And then by that time, it'll be time for football season. And uh, Boom. let's let's end on this. So mm-hmm. I'm going to talk Tavian. I'm going to talk running backs with you. I'm going to talk wide receivers with you, Tim. So you yep. made the transition from running back over there, but. All right, we were talking a little bit. Well, right of course we I did. Out. This guy was like in front of me. I <laughs> right, was going right. to make that happen, <laughs> and had to find a way to. I was to happy. Get the ball. I was happily <laughs> ready to go. So Willie and, Guy wasn't, but I was. <laughs> we, we've got to see Akron Wiley the last couple of seasons, <laughs> nope. and, and just incredible watching him play. Just the the play making ability that that he had. Now mm-hmm. a couple of youngsters, and, and take us back to when you were early in your career and getting those carries. How how much is it that transition from the high school level? You get a couple of carries early in your career. And now you're the guy. And Torrin Young, at least to me, looks to be that guy. Ivory Kelly Martin, probably more of a change of pack uh, back. But mm-hmm. when, when you go through and you know you're going to be a guy, what you have to do going into the season and then mm-hmm. knowing I'm going to get 175, 200 carries this year, what you have to do physically to get ready for that? Well, just mentally being prepared for it also uh, is a big thing. Um because, uh, like, for me back then, uh, you know, like, it, it really had, like, a one-back system. Mm-hmm. It really wasn't built for, like, two backs until we got, um, you know, a little bit older. And and, and uh, when, I, when I got older in the, you know, in my junior year or somewhere around there. But, you know, um, you just got to mentally prepare for that type of thing. Um, and me coming out of high school, you know, I was pretty good and um, played, you know, obviously every down and stuff like that. But coming into college, I registered my first year, um, one, because I had a shoulder injury, so I was recovering from that. So mm-hmm. just, <laughs> but, it was a pretty but, good back. He said it wasn't bad. But, <laughs> that was pretty know. good. Uh, but said said yes, he was awesome, awesome back. So I, you know, like sat behind C- Cedric a lot and then, uh, was on special teams a lot when I was younger and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it's just like, again, it's like mentally being prepared to, um, you know, take mental, a lot of mental reps because you're not going to get in all the time. But I was always prepared when I went in to the game. I've, I was always prepared for that. Um, so it's just like a, for a lot of young backs or even like a lot of young players, it's just being ready for your opportunity when it comes. So I think that's the biggest challenge for a lot of guys out there. And, uh, who missed the block on the Katzenmoyer play to begin the ball game against the oh, Don't, 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 even, start. That, don't that, even bring they, that game up. Oh, I, I dropped mean, a big pass in that game. It was. It would have been a good catch, but yeah. I, I should have caught that. I, I was so pumped brought up for that one. Like three like, finally going to get the Buckeyes here, and yeah. Katzenmoyer comes mm-hmm. flying through, oh, yeah. and it felt like, uh, well. I guess yeah, we made it look like an All-American that day. Uh, yeah, sure did. Yeah, that, that was yeah. a, I mean, that was at 23 yeah. 16. Is yeah. that the yeah. final of that game? Yes. Mm-hmm. See, I, I missed, we ran an out and up along yeah. the left. And I, yeah. I should have went up this and caught it, and I mm-hmm. tried to go like that. It actually did hit my hands, but mm-hmm. uh, it was right in the end zone. Oh, yeah. right. felt so bad. Yep. Yep. The Michigan For game that. in 97. Oh, um, yeah. my, well, Matt Sherman, uh, his yeah. uh, mom was my German teacher. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. of course, up in North Iowa, we're all, you know, big Matt Corn Sherman mm-hmm. fans. Yep. And you're running. What was that route that you ran? Because you're coming out Trail. of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Our, trail. Wide yep. open. our trail. That's our what trail. it was. <laughs> yes. Our trail. Our trail. Yeah. Were you hollering? Well, I mean, you can't hear. Right. Anywhere. I mean, but, but you were <laughs> so open. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I, if I remember, he, he was uh, running for his life, I think, yeah. on that play, too. So, you know, it's tough. It's it tough. Um, well, but, the pick was not our mm-hmm. trail. That was a, that was a, ba- I was running the backside in route, mm-hmm. and he didn't have a thumb. So when that ball let go, it just dropped right. So the he Sam sword. The thumb earlier in the he ended the throw on his big throw. Okay, it hit a back of a helmet mm-hmm. when he threw it to Taven on the R trail, and he's mm-hmm. running down there throwing his arm, mm-hmm. and then 
I don't know if we just ran the player. I don't think we down. I don't. I think the clock stopped and we ran down there and then we ran a certain play. And I think yeah. we might have ran that play again, maybe. Yeah. But he yeah. looked backside to me on mm-hmm. the end and he just couldn't couldn't yeah, throw he it because he had a broken there. thumb. Yeah. You guys were the better team. And I remember that ball just oh, yeah. coming out and you just dying. You were the dying. better team that yeah. day against the national champs. Yeah. You know, I think we made their season. We, <laughs> yeah, we, we couldn't. Yeah. There was a couple of times we just couldn't get inside the 20. Like, we played well inside the 20s. We mm-hmm. just couldn't get in. Like, from the 20 on in, we threw a couple picks mm-hmm. in the corner. And, and Lloyd Carr helped on, kicking it to you, you late know, in the first half. And they, oh. and they came, yeah. <laughs> But, Thanks, Lloyd. And I had some great blocks on that, though, on, mm-hmm. that, on that return. But, you know, they came out that next, that, that third quarter, and they went right down the field, you know, and scored. Yeah. And Greasy, was a, he was a good quarterback. He played a number of years in the league, and mm-hmm. they were a good football team. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that, we, you know, we had a chance to go up there and compete like we did. Yeah, we, we had them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we were close. You have 51 yeah. seconds left. I think we, we had two timeouts. You know, and if you don't have a guy with a broken thumb and, mm-hmm. you know, you got that type of time, I mean, we have time to even – we're down 24, over 20, 24, 21. So we, was that, no, 20, 28, 24. That was the final. So yeah. we had to score a touchdown to win. But mm-hmm. you, you think, you know, we at least could have got it closer. Oh, yeah. um, but, Definitely. you know, we gave him a run. Mm-hmm. If how, how I would have returned the own big kickoff in the third quarter, yeah. you know, and I would have <laughs> let that safety push me out of bounds. Yeah. I would have, that would have, you know, we would have won. We would have won. Yeah. I should have right. just juked him and cut back. See, if I had Banks' is, Juke skills. <laughs> I would have had a punt return before half and a kickoff return right after half, uh, and it would have been sweet. We and Sherman won. wouldn't have broken his thumb fault. late in the I game. I know. And yep. after that loss, God, uh, you guys lost, what, what, Northwestern, Wisconsin a little later in the year. Yeah. I mean, just, Wisconsin by one or two, right. Northwestern by one, 15, yep. 14, was both on just, the road. Did that loss take a lot out of you guys, though, or was mm-hmm. it also the injury to Sherman? Oh, well, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, quarter, but, but did that take I mean, a lot out of you guys? I mean, just, just no. mentally? I no, yeah, I don't know. I mean, we <laughs> lost to Michigan, we lost to Ohio State, like mm-hmm. boom, boom. Yeah, and you know, Northwestern always played us really well, mm-hmm. like at the end there. Mm-hmm. Um, Barnett really started to get those guys. I mean, they went to the Rose Bowl in '96. They had a good, mm-hmm. good team with Schnur and uh, Musso and those guys and Autry. Yeah, I mean that was good. So they were starting to really build that program at yep. that mm-hmm. at that time. I think they were getting some good players, and they played us tough. I mean, we were one in. I think I was one in three against Northwestern. Right. You know, we mm. we beat them our my freshman oh, it seems year. Like that's, that's our Achilles heel is Northwestern. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, lately, it's until, lately it's been. Yeah, right we're talking now. twenty yeah. years later. Well, yeah, they so. run that pro style mm-hmm. offense. We run a lot of pro- cover two, and they really work our middle our linebackers because mm-hmm. they run a lot of that stuff where it widens us out and it creates a lot of holes. And yeah. you know, in the league, when you get to the league and you see these type of offenses, and you see them kind of in the college level, you're like, oh well, we play a lot of cover two. Well, if I was cover two, I'd be attacking the middle too as yeah. well. You know, so they do a good job of that, but. Yeah, we we had a we had, we had a tough time against North Northwest. You know, and having a quarterback, I mean, Randy Randy got better, but you know, he gets thrown in there at the midseason, the end of the year, and you know, mm-hmm. he's not had a lot of reps. Yep. And you know, you 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 know, we we just it's tough to win with you know a younger yeah. guy in there, and yep. um, you know, so um, yeah, and we had a tough bowl game too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure did. Uh, not a pretty one. Well, no. wide receivers, no. the here and now. We talked running backs with Tavian Tim mm-hmm. when. Uh, you look at this group, I know you're a big proponent of speed. Speed on the yeah. outside. And I think they got a guy, Amir Smith-Marset. Smith, yeah. yeah. He, got catch. Got to get him catching right. 100-some <laughs> balls before and after practice every single day. Because he has that outside speed. And he made some mistakes last year as a true freshman. Yeah. A lot of times under Kirk, you're going to see a guy maybe not get those. They kept putting him out there, which yeah. is different for there. So 
at least to me, great... that reads that this guy must have a lot of ability if he keeps getting reps even after some mistakes. Well, I mean, he's a young kid, so you got to take that under mm-hmm. account. I mean, when you're catching a ball deep and you get hit and you know, and things, and guys are there a lot faster than what you're used to, it's a, it's an adjustment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, no matter how fast you are when you come into college. I remember coming to college yeah. and just kept running the ball. I mean, wow, yeah. that person's there already. Oh, yeah. You know, that yeah. safety's already yeah. showing up. Yeah, and so you kind of have to adapt to the speed and mm-hmm. um he made you know he made that great catch or a couple of good catch in the Iowa State game made yes. the game winner yep. in overtime um you know and then he had a couple drops but you got to just keep keep you know on the balls balls keep getting balls keep yes. on the the ball drills you got to keep on the the what we call it the jugs the jugs machine mm-hmm. on that yeah. jugs all the time um yeah and I like this easily kid he's back mm-hmm. you know he had a heck of a year last year yes. our quarterback's got another year under his belt you know his first year starting he really matured. That Ohio State game was a lot of fun to watch. So you know what the kind of talent that we have it there. If we just start moving, and we got some good, good tight ends. I mean, faint faints back, and then uh, Hawkin, Hawkinson, Hawkinson, Hawkinson. Yeah, I mean he's a game changer. You know, he's hard to cover. Yes, he reminds me a lot of Kittle mm-hmm. when we had the big Henry, the tight end, and then Kittle would come in. So you know, if, in Iowa, it's it's we when we get our tight ends rolling, we usually have a good ball game, especially when we get them involved in the passing game because. Mm-hmm. We run the ball really well, and when you run the ball really well, your play action should be really good. And once we get those tight ends the ball, so I'm, I'm excited. I mean, you know, um, as you get a new quarterback, as a, as your quarterback evolves, you kind of open some more things up. And he also can challenge the coaches. Hey, coach, like I can kind of, I kind of want to do some of this too. You know, get the ball out here, or put this guy in this position. So, um, you know, and we had a first year, uh, first year offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. You know, Brian had his first year, and I know Kendall Keith's back, which has been, a, I think, a lot of help because it, it's it's hard to game plan a game and you think everything's going to work <laughs> just like you think it is when you have it on the paper. And, you know, you learn from a lot of that. It you looks know, you, a lot e- better when you're putting the game plan in Wednesday and Thursday. Oh, right? yeah. You the, get out there, oh, yeah. yeah. These guys well, this didn't work. Too, right? This <laughs> didn't work. Okay, what do I go to now? Because that's like half the play sheet I messed up, you know? <laughs> yeah. So it, it's a, it's adjustment for being a coordinator. Instead of just being an assistant coach, mm-hmm. you got to worry about your offensive line or your D-backs when you're trying to put everything together and understand what they're trying to do and coordinate that. And you've done a good job of scouting the other teams. So, you know, when we put a game plan together, we usually we usually play really well. Like that Ohio State game, we, we put yeah. a plan together. And that was exciting to see. Don't burn know. that play sheet. Keep, no, keep that, no, keep that play sheet and then just do some extra little things off it yeah. that yeah. kind of look like it. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and keep keep our teams, you know, on their sh- on their on their toes. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of opportunity in, in football games. You look back where you can run or pass, and we when we do a good job of keeping those fairly, like almost you know sixty forty, we win a lot of football games. I mean, I've been to over a hundred games in Kinnick Stadium as a fan, not as a media dork talking on the radio here. Mm-hmm. And that environment with Ohio State, it was nothing I've ever seen. I, I started no. going to games back in the eighties <laughs> with my uncle, and and you it was just one of those moments mm-hmm. where it was. Holy crap! They're, they're well, not they didn't only have an answer. State, mm-hmm. They're throttling them, and they it had... was when the Joshua Jackson the one-handed interception. It was it was almost laughter across Kinnick Stadium. Where it was unreal. It was unreal. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. unreal. It's like, oh man, we just made that play. Or what about when? Uh, oh, that cute, he's rolling out and he just hit the tight end. It was a Hawkman? Was a Hawk, Hawkinson in the back of the end zone right there? Yeah, with, with frozen the... rope. With a guy Boom. Yeah, on his leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, you're just like, wow, today's a good day to be a Hawkeye. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was, was a fun game. Yeah. Well, uh, everybody can go out there, Hawkeye, Cyclone, Bulldog, Panther fans, doesn't matter. The TNT football camp coming up. It's for ages 7 through 14, July 27th and 28th. All the information online, tntcamps.com. Fellas, 
We'll see you out at Palace hey. Stadium. In yeah, a month. All right. Thanks for bringing us on. Really appreciate it. You bet. It's always fun to visit. Thanks again to Tavian and Tim for joining us here today. Coming back on the other side, putting a cap on things. We'll let Jim Brinson back in the studio as we're a little packed up here today. Back on the other side to put a cap on things. Jimmy B and TC on 1700. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Summer is here, and when the storms hit and your roof leaks, it's time to call Wolf Construction. From a complete re-roof to just fixing that leaky roof. The roofing staff has experience working with many different roof systems with Wolf Construction and a knowledge of how the roof system works best for your home. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-225-8866 or online wolfconstruction.net Sponsored by Jersey Mike Subs. The sub above difference is substantial after all. The giant got its name for a reason. It ain't little. Jersey Mike's BS Sub Above. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. Howdy, folks. Colonel Sanders here to announce that KFC's new Crispy Colonel Sandwich is now available in a $5 fill-up. Why? Because who wants to spend $7 on a meal at a burger place when you could spend $5 on a new KFC Crispy Colonel Sandwich, wedges, a cookie, and a drink at KFC? I mean, we specialize in chicken. You need another reason? I didn't think so. Try the new Crispy Colonel Sandwich in a $5 fill-up at KFC today. KFC, it's finger-licking good. Limited time offer at participating KFCs. Tax extra. Come into Lowe's for outstanding appliance deals for July 4th and beyond. Find the perfect suite for your kitchen or give Laundry Day a major upgrade. You'll get up to 40% off appliance special values on some of the best brands in the business, like Samsung, Whirlpool, GE, and Frigidaire. And you'll see why nobody beats our prices on appliances. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 7-Eleven. Exclusions apply. See store for details. Cap is back. Flag Guy here. We're proud to sponsor the foremost expert on all things Chicago, Dave Kaplan, weekly here on the Ken Miller Show. While Cap has the behind the scenes on your favorite Chicago sports team, we have the flags, Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Sox, Cubs. We've got them all. Northwestern, too. I guess they kind of count. Check out our Chicago flags and a whole lot more online at heartlandflags.com. And peep the retail store, too. 3719 Southwest 9, Des Moines. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at rushonbusiness.com where Rush Niggett can assist you in buying and starting a new franchise. A presenting sponsor of the 2018 high school baseball season on 1700 KBGG. Brick Gentry, PC, and Rush Niggett. For one more beer for me, exile means quality, so savagely. Best beer in all the land. 
The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. Welcome back. Our final couple of minutes here of the program. Uh, Trent and I take you up until, well, just before 2 o'clock. We'll find out what he's going on. Good piece with uh, with the boys. Uh, glad we uh, replayed that. And um, I know we've got a couple of days off. If mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing that that uh, bad boy might come up uh, in the middle of July one more time. There's no doubt. Uh, a really fun conversation. Just two great people. Easy guys to root for during their career. And, you know, you wonder about Tavian Banks. Had that knee injury yeah. early in Jacksonville. I just, he, he was so dynamic. I and thought he was going to have a long career. Well, as for a running back. Right, right. right. And and those are so A productive lived. career. Yeah, but it uh, just never worked out for him. So it's, uh, it's one of those great what-ifs that are out there. And what if for today? Baseball on the agenda well, for you? Well, yeah, I'm going to go home and I'm going to watch the um, Quintana Kershaw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yikes, that doesn't promise to be very... Uh, on I paper. Think it doesn't, although, you know, Clayton Kershaw was not good uh, at City Field, but it was his first start back. Yeah. I assume he'll be better. I'm going to watch Game 3 of this College World Series, weather permitting last night, the ending of that, the ninth inning, just as, I mean, sports, right? Sports yeah. happens... Again, and we saw it unfold last night. I don't care. That's the right fielder's ball. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, the second baseman's running. He's looking over. The first baseman's looking over, back over his shoulder. The right fielder pulled up. That's his ball. He's got to he's got to call that ball, uh, and that's gonna. Well, if it doesn't go their way tonight, that is going to haunt him. So yeah, that's me. What about you? Well, I, I with that game, how do you stop the momentum? You know, after, after the game's tied and it felt like it was over at that point. It did, and. You know, it, it reminds me a lot of the Cubs NLCS game six after everything mm, went downhill. Yeah, yeah. The Alex Gonzalez error. Right, and then, right, right. He just couldn't come back. And in game seven, they got the lead. Remember, Kerry Wood had a home run in that game early at the plate. They had Wood on the mound. Yeah. But you just never felt good about Did it. Did not. In fact, everybody, I think, left Wrigley Field, the uh, the Bartman ball and Bartman game, and thought there's no way they're going to win Game 7, and we know that they didn't. Look, I kind of feel the same way. We'll yeah. see. Um, you know, many people have said I don't follow it as close, uh, certainly the, the couple of weeks that uh, we've uh, – witnessed over there, but most people have said Arkansas has looked like the best team in this tournament. They'll have another opportunity to prove so tonight. Just a crazy, crazy ending. So yeah, uh, that's what I'm going to watch uh, today because your Twins are on right now. Uh, the Cubbies start in a few minutes, and then it's going to be, and I didn't think I'd be saying this, Trent Condon, uh, Game 3, College World Series is uh, my appointment television tonight. Yeah, not too bad. What do you and Jimmy B have cooking? Uh, we got Ken Silverstein stopping by. A lot of Big Ten football talk with him. Zuba Mahente will be by from ESPN. And uh, also working on maybe Matt Nelson. Talk a little Cyclones, as talked about earlier with Arkansas. Those heartbreaking moments as a sports fan, the ones that brought up a couple earlier. What, what's the one for Iowa State that you think about? I, Heartbreaking. I, I have a well. The Michigan huh. State Elite Eight game. I mean, they were the, yeah. there was they were every bit as good as the Spartans. Yep. And Spartans would go on to win the uh, cut down the nets for crying out loud. Mm-hmm. Um, I would think that would be at the Ohio State game. 
Um, Aaron Kraft, right? Um, right. That would the blarge. Be the blarge, well put. <laughs> block charge, well put, Trent. Um, I don't know. There, there's been some K State games that, but but <laughs> there's so many are, of those. Yeah, there really are. It's hard to find one because they all kind of are a gut punch. Big leads. I'm not, and then look at I don't speak for them, but I would have to think when you consider the magnitude of the game that took place in the state of Michigan, mm-hmm. Michigan State, Iowa State. With Pfizer and company, they were every bit as good as Sparty. Every and bit as good. What was in front of them? A trip to the Final Four. In Wisconsin, who wasn't good? No, no. That, that was a bad Wisconsin. They mean, would have played for a national championship. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I... Eustacia got tossed. Yeah. Got his money's worth. Got a wound. Got away at the end, but yeah. that was the two best I teams think in that, the country. I agree. I think that would probably be their biggest heartbreak. So Matt Nelson's going to tell you. Uh, if he has a different one, is right. that it? There might be a few more out there. Going to take a look at that. Tony Elk against Alabama. I mean, yeah, bowl game. I mean, the kick was good. Independence Seneca Wallace. He, yeah, Independence Bowl. Yeah. Seneca, Seneca Wallace, uh, who just opened up another one of those wing stops. I saw that in the paper today. <laughs> um, Seneca Wallace uh, was in at Arrowhead Stadium. That That's probably bigger than the Elk one. Yeah, I think so. I think it's the Florida State. Well, yeah. it's Alabama. Right, but <laughs> Independence Bowl versus the kickoff classic yeah, kind of game. right. That nation was watching, and mm-hmm. and he was in. I think the answer is the um, is the Elite Eight game. Yeah, I think that would have to At be the their biggest the heartbreak. Uh, so Matt Nelson joins you guys today. You're on from four until six, as you always are. We are back tomorrow. We'll do some Big Twelve. We'll do some Big Ten. Uh, we'll do some college football. And we'll recap the decisive College World Series game tonight. Who you got, by the way? Well, before it began, I, I was on the Razorbacks, but now. I think I'm going to be hedging back the other way. Leavers for Trent Condon. We shall see. We'll be back uh, tomorrow at noon. We appreciate you being here again. All of our guests appear on the Dr. Stephen Fuller and Fuller Family Dentistry Hotline. Two locations, East 29th Street in Des Moines, 410 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. For Trent Condon, Ken Miller, enjoy the rest of your day here on 1700 KBGG. Hey, it's Bill Ryder. Nice to be talking to the home crowd again in central Iowa, where I was raised, where I got married. The show is right than you, 5 to 9 p.m. weekdays on Des Moines Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. 
Sponsored by Serta. Get a free box spring or up to $500 off an adjustable set with the purchase of select iComfort mattresses. Hurry in to Archer Home Center in Adele or visit SertaRetailers.com. Looks like we have another contestant for Russian Roofer Roulette. Place your bet. Choose from unmet expectations, we overpromise and underdeliver, or we'll carelessly drag our ladder over your daffodils. Let's log on to Google and play. I'm Ryan Johnson, owner of Right Roofing. Before you play Russian Roofer Roulette, give us a call. Right Roofing is one of the only local roofers with a 50-year warranty on both the shingles and the labor. So you know that when we roof it, we'll roof it once and we'll roof it right. For a warranty on materials and labor that's five times longer than most companies, call Right Roofing at 515-729-0770, where we say you choose the color, we'll handle the rest. That's 729-0770, or find us online at rightroofing.com. That's rightroofing.com with an R. Roof it once, roof it right, right roofing. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Des Moines? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Des Moines area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Des Moines is a perfect market for my system, and this week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, text your five-digit zip code to 82000. Seating is extremely limited, so text your five-digit zip code to 82000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Just text your zip code to 82000. Are you interested in starting a new franchise? You can find a lawyer right here in the state of Iowa that can assist in your franchise needs. Rush Niggett of Brick Gentry PC provides law services for those involved in starting a franchise. Find more information online at